Yo, what's up, everyone? It's Don Suave, and this is the new All Day Fresh podcast. So, if you don't know, this is where I usually talk about, you know, some issues that may that may people be dealing with, and I talk about it, follow some scriptures, and then you know we go on from there. And also with this podcast, we're gonna have other people talking as well. You know, have a little bit of a debate and uh, discussion or whatever. But this episode today, we're gonna speak about hope. Now let's let's, let's get into it. See, hope has a acronym for some, which is holding on to promises eternal. Hope is a powerful thing. It's the one thing that many people, believers or not, cling to. For instance, let's say you get a job with the hope that it will provide you with the expenses to pay your bills and do the activities that you want to do, like traveling, shopping, or just buying things to have fun with. You get a brand new home with the hope that it gives you shelter and provides peace in your kingdom or queendom. All the utilities work, all the pipes are uh, up to standard, the appliances are perfect. I mean, we can go on and on, you know. You get a brand new car with the hope that will get you from A to B. You won't have to ride the bus or take an Uber. All the things under the hood are new and you won't have to take it to the shop every time you get paid. I mean, let's be real, because I, I believe cars got a, got, I got a spirit. I mean, let's, let's be honest. You, you get paid and be like, oh, this is my free check. I'm going to relax. And your car says, hold my drink. Let me pop on that check engine light. Move goes from here all the way down here. So, how about this? We can go a little deeper. You get into a relationship with someone with the hope that this could be the one. The one you see yourself with for a lifetime. The hope of what it says in Matthew 19.5. And it states, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. You don't get into a relationship with the hope of domestic violence, the hope of unfaithfulness, the hope of manipulation, the hope of controlling, the hope of one-sidedness, meaning I bring everything to the table and you just bring you thinking that's enough, which is basically a vain mindset. How hope is important? Well, let me tell you, the word hope is mentioned more than 100 times in the Bible. And that's just dependent on the divert, on the version of the Bible you read it. For instance, New King James, hope is mentioned 151 times. In King James Version, hope is mentioned 133 times. And NIV, mentioned 180 times. And ESV, which is the English Standard Version, is mentioned 164 times. And like I said, I can go on all about different ver- versions, but you see how important that word is. See, in the Bible, Hope is the connection with the promises of God, unshakable trust, and the fulfillment of God's promises. Just by me saying hope, everybody's spirits gets lifted. How many times have you gotten a word from God through whoever, or even the Holy Spirit tell you something, or confirming something that you desire, and that gives you what? Hope. The Lord just wanted me to simply tell y'all, and myself as well, because I'm not excluded from this, to never give up on hope, meaning don't give up on him. If he is still on the throne and everything is still in his hands, there is still hope. Just think about this. God is the rock of ages, and his word is like a solid foundation, meaning it's unshakable, 
meaning it doesn't crack. You can take a heavy hammer or just, and just plow straight through, it wouldn't work. See, it says in Matthew 7, 24-25, So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, and will, will be like a wise man, a far-sighted, practical, and sensible man, who built his house on a rock, and the rain fell, and the floods of torrents came, and the winds blew and slammed against their house, yet it did not fall, because they had been founded on the rock. And this is why as people who say they are followers of Christ are so important, because you and I are the ones who offers the real hope against a world who gives their hope or says there is no hope. Just think about when we have a community day for people. That is vital because those little gestures are huge for people in all walks of life. And especially the people who came from the heart of the city, which to me I call the hood. See, when you're low on income, when sometimes the schools aren't the best, when the food is not guaranteed to some families, when drugs can run rapid and break a community that was once a close-knit, when jobs aren't available like other ones, when honestly asking for help is a foreign language or degrading to the person, some people see hope on what they see outside their windows, which is not always the best things to see. Matthew, 5, cha Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 to 16 says this, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste or purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. This is why we can't be selfish when it comes to this thing called Christianity. Because at one time, we were hopeless. At one time, we did things with the hope of satisfaction. And I don't have to say what me or you, we all, we know. We all got our personal things. And yes, it is a life decision. Because your life may be on that movie screen for others to view. And if you don't keep that hope in God, then best believe Rotten Tomatoes won't be the only movie credit to your life and give you bad scores. But if you keep your hope in the word, if you keep your hope on the one who gives the best hope, if you place your hope on the one who overcame the world, then you will see and understand 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. For our momentary light distress, this passing trouble, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure surpassing all comparisons and transcendent splendor and an endless blessedness. And it's going to hurt at times. Yes, it is going to hurt. But with hope in the Lord, he says, again in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8-9, through 9, we are pressured in every way, hedged in, but not crushed, perplexed, unsure of finding a way out, but not driven to despair, hunted down and persuaded, and per excuse me, persecuted, but not deserted to stand alone, struck down, but never destroyed. And of course, hope in situations happens, physical, mental, spiritual. We believe that God is a deliverer, a provider, a healer, a counselor, 
a protector, a father, a friend, a promise keeper, no liar, prince of peace. And I can go on and on by saying that because, again, when you're going through and need that hope, hope is there to tell you, yes, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all, which is Psalms 34:19. So I tell you to praise the Lord for the hope that's always there. Praise the Lord for the hope that arrives at the right time. Praise Him for the hope that answers your prayers. Praise the Lord for the hope that provides when you don't know if you're going to make it. Praise the Lord for the hope that protects from seeing the unseen dangers. Praise the Lord for the hope that saves you from the mess that you was in. And praise the Lord for the hope that sustains you to this day. And by giving them the highest praise, which is hallelujah. So like one time when my apostle, which is Apostle Tab, said to hold on to his, his unchanging hand. Hold on to the hand that has your hope in it. Hold on to the hope, to that hope that has your desired job. Hold on to that hope that has your desired house. Hold on to that hope that has your desired business. Hold on to that hope that has the things that your heart desires. It's better than the hope that this world can give us, which honestly, I know for a fact, people are looking for hope anywhere. People put hope in any and everything. Put in the universe. Put in the rocks and crystals. Put it on ancestors. Put it in money. Put it in jobs. Put it in people. Put it in material things. And sometimes put it on themselves. So I say, how can you get mad when we put our hope in God? You know what people are going to say? Well, you can't see God. He's not real. He's a sky daddy. So... When, it, when people tell you that, then you ask them this. What should, what should I put my hope in? My job? Some jobs have this thing called the at will, which means they can fire you anytime. Sometimes, basically, you only have a number to them. You know, like I said, rocks and crystals. You know, that's a form of paganism, right? And it's considered, it's considered an occult, which is, means hidden. A.K.A., you don't know exactly what kind of spirits will come from doing and believing in those things and how it affects your life. So you put my hope in people, people who are more shakier than leaves on the tree. You probably just think, just get the bag, put my hope in money. When it's proven, it really has absolutely no value and it can be snatched anytime the government or whoever sees fit. So I hear this all the time, the universe, the universe, the universe, okay? So you will be put my trust in the universe instead of the person who created the universe. What about my ancestors? Okay. You know, I can't see them, but you want me to believe in them? And I asked this question. Well, you should ask this question. What exactly heaven and earth did they, did they create? When they were here, what powers did they have? What river did they split into so that the people can walk on dry land across to get away from a tyrant? Did they take part in helping Noah and his people with a flood? Did they help the three Jewish boys? Stand in the furniture and walk around like it was nothing? How about this? You want to put my hope in material things. Well, Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21 says, Do not store up for yourselves material treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where, the, where neither moth nor or rust destroys, where thieves cannot break in and steal. For where the treasure is, there your heart. Your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers will be also. So, lastly, what about myself? Myself. 
The flesh that I'm in right now, this flesh that wants to do sinful things, this flesh that's never satisfied, this 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 flesh that wants to practice sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, meaning total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, have fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that only pr promote heresies. How about envy, drunkenness, uncontrolled behavior, and other things like that? And that's who you I should put my hope in. I can't put a hope in something that loses an argument with itself. How many times you had you didn't say I should do this, just do that? You basically argue with yourself, and sometimes you still lose. No. So tell them, I'm good. Call it what you want. My hope is in Christ. And I'm not ashamed of it. Because if that throne of grace is occupied by the great I am, I know, and you should know, there is still hope. And I thank you for listening. And more is to come. And I pray that this message hits you the way it hit me as well. Y'all have a great day. Be good. Be blessed. Stay positive, And lift your head to the head to the hills where your help coming from. Peace.